0: What's going on, y'all?
1: Guess what? We got a new network on the Caffeine app. It's called the Comedy Press, where comedians press the issue. Hey, hey, Kevin Campbell. What's going on, man? We have been knew you was gay. You didn't have to tell us. God made you gay. Your father wanted you to be gay. We have been knew that, man. I knew him when you was a boy. It's medical. Your gayness is medical. You can't without coming. Man, make sure y'all check out subscribe, download the caffeine app, become a new user and then subscribe to the comedy press Network. All your favorite comedians will be there pressing the issue. I promise you and if I owe you something, get it from God. God dog dog
0: try to kick me. Yo, you got your girl Roz. This is the comedy press going down. Your girl
2: got a new show coming out. Yes, turn up. It's Roz's verbal entanglements. It's going down. I got everybody coming into place. You know how we do. The comedy press is going to be turned up. Let me tell you, no, we're really pressing these fools out here in the streets, okay? First of all, I would like to press Kevin Campbell. Uh, duh. You ain't came out of no closet, boy. You been out of the foothills a long time ago. I'm pressing. My foot is on your neck. Get out of the closet. What y'all need to do is download caffeine right now. Subscribe right now. The comedy press is going down. Y'all need to be a part of the movement. Get in
0: where you fit in. Oh yeah. Nigga, you know what I did? One time, I walked into a restaurant
1: while while a woman I was dating was on a date. So I did what any real man would do. I introduced her to my date. I was like, "Hey, how you doing, friend? Friend? This is my friend. My friend. This is her friend. And wow, that's a whole lot of friendly shit going on in here today, huh? Well, God bless. You yeah, got bless all the friendships happening in here today." You gotta let some people just be who they are and accept them for that, you know, cause the ego, ego will fuck shit up, man. The Ego, have you thinking that it can't happen to you. It could happen to anybody.
3: Um, actually, I like dating older women. I can't really do the young chicks. The young chicks annoy me. Like the young 20s, cause they feel like they know everything. And I'm like, how, bitch? You haven't even lived.
0: <laughs> you know,
3: I was following this chick on Instagram until I found out she was born in 1993. I was like, 93? I was like, bitch, Jordan had three rings by then. <laughs> you know, you're just being born? I was like, you didn't see Michael drop 55 in game four? What the hell do we have to talk about? It's like,
4: unfollowed. It took me that I got to play it know
0: nothing about these solitary drums hey. a lonesome drum ooh, 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 ooh,
4: ooh, ooh, watch it watch it watch it watch it watch it oh you better watch it watch it watch it ooh, here come, this one see that's too much for y'all y'all don't understand what I do with my life because um, the black eyed peas was related to me and I'm the one who gave them what they got right now you know, but but let's just be honest, okay? Martin Luther King was a regular looking man. You know, he was just really just regular as hell, okay? You know, he was just mad because he didn't have no eyeballs like me, okay? Because Coretta was looking at me. I told you I look like that okay? See, I just really want y'all to understand who I am, who I stand for, because I stand for justice, okay? You vet. What y'all got? Wait, why y'all standing up like that? Oh y'all trying to dog walk me, huh? Wait, 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 a minute! God dang, God dang it, God dang it! Wait a, minute! Listen now, listen now. You better bag oh, up. No, no, no! Listen. You better
5: stop playing with me. You ain't gonna. I'm gonna get out of this you're place you one shit. way or
4: another. One way or another, if I can open this door correctly, you better bag up. God dang it, you better bag up. and let me open up this door. Put that bottle down now. Ain't nobody drinking nothing. Get out
1: of here! You see my You out of
4: here, man deal with this
0: sir. I ain't got to deal with this at all shoot I hope y'all good cuz they gonna dog walk you if you ain't don't get dog walked so you met you met nip through phonics
6: okay I met nip through phonics how did that happen so nip had just got a record deal with epic and phonics was his producer and they was running around in New York because Nip had started getting the shit kind of cracking in New York first. Right. And they was out in New York and he was like, uh, Phonics always be like, man, when we get back to LA, we gonna all link up. And it's funny, we never linked up for that time because I didn't really know nothing about like the LA sh- street shit. I didn't know nothing about nothing. So like, yeah. I'm like, damn, Nip don't want to fuck with us. But they like, nah, he in the streets. He really out there in the streets. So I didn't really know. So. We didn't really fuck with Nip till like 2012. So you met him in 08, but didn't fuck with him till t- like 2012. 2012 yeah, okay. and like we pressed him for like a whole year with music, and it was he was just like, "I'm not in the vibe." You know what, <clears> right, what I'm saying? And right. And we got reintroduced to him by Lawrence from 1500 or nothing. The legendary Lorenz. And, and then Lorenz was like, "Nip pick all y'all beats by default." And That's then, crazy. And we just, Nip was like, who's making all these beats? And he was like, this is the Futuristics I was telling you about. Right, right. And so he like. He's right, two old yeah, with Jerry Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Literally,
1: too. So. Hey, my name's Earl. This is Not Thomas. For real. And together we are. <laughs>
0: for
1: real. Ooh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay.
6: And then. We was with, I was with Dom Kennedy, me and Keys was working with Dom Kennedy every day. Right. We was working on this album called Get Home Safely. Okay, fire. So Dom was like, let's go to the studio with Nip. So I was like, for sure. And we went to the studio. And the first song we ever did was Check Me Out. Wow. Hey. Check Me
1: Out. Yeah. Nigga, that's fire. Yeah.
6: Woo wee. So, yeah. <laughs> that had so to be Nip.
1: gratifying.
6: I didn't even know what, I, I was, I was, we was just trying to work with Nip. We didn't even care. Right. Like, just as long as he get on
1: something. Right, right, right. And
6: then he pulled me to the side one day. He was like, man, y'all going to be my producers. And we just going to build together. And then we end up getting the studio together. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right away, because he's like, y'all
1: ain't leaving me. Right. <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, Nip is already a brilliant person. But what a lot of people don't do is, like, when they recognize a gift, you got to keep motherfuckers who got that gift close to you, man, because that shit rub off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Too many motherfuckers hate when they hear a nigga that got a gift. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We'll That's why nip, was, nip is going to be missed, man, because he was a one of a kind, bro. He was really He was really about his people, man. Rest in nah, peace, sure. Nip. Yeah. So y- so y'all do check me out, Nip bring y'all closer. At this point, it y'all, was you y'all already having a little bit of money. Was you struggling? Like where were you financially at this point?
6: You know, I think at that time we was just starting to like
1: make money. What was like the first in, big check you got? Where you was like, oh, nigga, this is crazy. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> um,
6: probably in like 2014. Okay. You don't have to say the amount. Yeah, but yeah. I just know when the when I seen the check in the account, I was like, ooh, is this real? <laughs>
2: How big was your <laughs> smile?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, 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 and nigga probably had $10 in the account. Oh, card. yeah. Oh, okay. So it was wow. even. Hey, what, <laughs> kind, what kind of car was you driving before you got this?
6: I mean, we are always—it's you know—you can always have a decent car. Right, right, right. Um, but it was like it—it it got weird when Nip bought the Maybach. I'm like, I'm not buying no new car. Right.
1: Uh, right. You know? Right. Yeah,
6: definitely. It's like I gotta—you know—we, you know—we you know, Leo, so it's competition. It's like I gotta come
1: with something Ooh, better you, than that. You're right, 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 you know? you're you're right, right. Yeah. Being here. Huh? Yeah. Say it again. Oh, I'm a Leo too. You can't pull up a no Kia Rio if a nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is my Mitsubishi line. It's yellow with yellow leather. <laughs> Al Sharpton.
1: Really, nigga? You let Don King slap you over a bag of scrunchies? So I started
2: a campaign, Real Ass Matters. Because I think we need to stop fucking with these bitches with these fake booties. It's ridiculous. Like, we should pop them. When you see a fake booty, you should just pop that motherfucker. Like, shit. Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm i I'm a real bitch. You know, like, I'm going to stay a real bitch till I die. And real bitches don't do shit for niggas like that. Like, we're not about to go please you, injecting shit in our ass. We don't even make the bed up for you. Like, we don't even like your mama. Like, fuck your sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real bitch shit. Like, not finna go get shit in my ass for you to play with? What the fuck? <laughs> it's ridiculous listen to this shit. Like, show ass down. Nigga ain't even got a good job. you want me to have a bigger ass. Really? Like, tired of it. I'm tired of being a parent. <laughs> Give it up. I'm almost done, I just started liking that bitch, and then I was like, nah, not really, I don't, um, cause I didn't get that, you know, they say when she first come out, you supposed to get that mother in hell, No, I didn't get none of that shit, like, I didn't even like to use to hang her shit on the refrigerator, like, fuck all that shit, bitch, you can't draw, like, um, <laughs> fucking my refrigerator up, like, um, <laughs> like, that shit's not cute, we be praising that shit, is terrible, um, <laughs> the fuck, uh, <laughs> it was terrible. So
1: um, I'm tired. What artists inspired you to do what you do?
7: Uh kind of bad to say right now, but I'll say Will Smith's personality, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's intensity and Johnny Depp's creativity. I uh, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the shit for
1: it though. All right. yeah, definitely.
7: I usually love sleeping home alone <laughs> mm-hmm. hold on man Ma- this time wait 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 man let me let me get this all right let me get this wait i got i gotta loose the hips all right okay i usually love to i home about to get it i'm about to get it soon though uh this time around, bring a friend with you. But we ain't really gotta sleep. All right, bro. Got, I, don't,
1: I don't think this is gonna be
7: uh, the show for you, brother. Man, I'm telling you, man, you gotta let me like get it into it first. Like, I gotta. Let, let Tony it. Snail, look, <clears throat> this is oh, not. Snap. This show for you. It's time for okay. you to go, man. Hey, hey, nobody told you to come out here and dress like a graham cracker tonight. Oh, All man. right, nigga.
0: Hey, wait. I said, wait. Welcome to the morning show.
1: I'm your host, D. Craig Smith. God, God, God.
8: God, God, God.
1: Hey, I got a special guest God, in here, God, man. God. I don't know if Scruncho knows this, man. But before I started comedy, two, 2008, I believe it was, I went to, a, it might have been 2009 or 09, it, somewhere between 2007 and 2008. I went to the Ontario Improv. For those of you all that don't know California, Ontario Rancho Cucamonga, those, that's the place you move when you get out the hood and you got a decent little job and you're doing hide right for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm kinda, saying? Kind of witness protection city. <laughs> <laughs> witness protection program. That
8: <laughs> is. I, I see niggas in Ontario. I say, hey, these niggas even rich or snitching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I wasn't rich, and I definitely wasn't snitching, but I was out that motherfucker, you know? And uh, oh shit. Uh so I go to the Ontario Improv. I don't remember. It was somewhere between 07 and 09. And I always been offbeat funny. But I never was like a I'm a, I always been a fan of stand up, but I never was the person who knew every comedian and what they was about. I always knew who you was since I was a baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I didn't follow comedy like that, where you know I just was a purist on who's who and all that. So I go to see you perform, and I knew you as the assistant pimp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not a now, not a not a now, not, not a out of there. Yeah. It, it's, it's not in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I show up to the improv. Yeah. Now, to the me, the, me, the way I was raised, I'm I'm an athlete. My daddy's a gangster. Right. I I'd never been a gangster. Never claimed to be one. You know right. what I'm saying? That ain't my thing. But I was a nigga in the hood that the niggas respected because I, you know, what I'm saying I, oh, you know, I had a yeah. little bit of hands, nothing too crazy. Yeah. But I was, you know, I was raised around a certain element. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I get to the Ontario Improv, you got some gangster in you, baby. Yeah. It, it, it's it, it's G thing hosting. You come on the stage, murder. (laughs) Right. Mike Epps do his thing, murder. After the show, I found you. I said, "Man, hey, man, you inspired me, man." Yeah. I don't know if you know that, but I didn't know niggas like us did comedy. Right. right. I I didn't know you know I didn't I've been bagging on people and you know you know just having a different type of thought pattern my whole life, but I didn't know that niggas like me jumped into comedy. (laughs) Right. Scrancho, how did you? How did you? How did you make that transition? Like, when did you know it was possible for somebody like you to be a comedian?
8: Man, you know, you know, in the hood, I talk. I never really knew what a, I knew Richard Pryor, but um, we, we don't equate, you know, people say anything real or hood. Back then, they didn't equate that to comedy. Comedy was always equated to some corny shit. I you know I mean? All these old goofy ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Weirdos and all this. So you know, they just had to. So you know, so we didn't eat, we didn't put the two and two together. So you know, and, and, and so I never imagined me being a comedian. You know, because I was a you know youth authority. You know, I've been in every county jail. Oh, you went to YA? You was in YA? You know, I was man. in YA county jail. Uh, shoot, man, been to prison twice. Yeah. Shot, stabbed. Jump by Mexicans, jump by niggas, jump by the police. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I, I was um, you know, so I, I never I never thought about, you know, I I was just in the survival, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You no know, for survival was success to me. So I never thought about what I wanted to do, 'cause I was I was always plotting my own funeral and shit right. like that. You know what I mean?
1: I know you had to have a chip on your shoulder, man, being from Long Beach, man you from the north side, right? Yeah, from the north. And so for a lot of people that don't know, man, you know, you know, in hoods, you got them parts of town that maybe may not be as famous or popular as other parts. Yeah. And the gangsters that come from those parts of the hood that maybe don't have as much exposure, them, them niggas be having chips on their shoulders. Yeah, and be
8: angry. You know, and the thing about it is, like,
1: people,
8: you know, equate me to being a crip only because... Long Beach is the only city in California that's all Crips. Right. So whenever you say Long Beach, you know nigga, you know, you, you crippish. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> a Crip jacket just come with it. You know what I mean? But in reality I was a hustler. You know what I mean? And it's the difference between a, 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 a gangster and a gang banger. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a gang banger bang for his city, bang for his uh flag. I wasn't that, you know what I mean. But when I was a gangster. I mean, we go by the same set of rules, you know. The I should not snitch, or you know, loyalty, or respect, you no know, shit like that. And um, and so you know, we don't think we don't think i to be a comedian, you know what I mean? So I really don't know how I how I became to be a comedian. I know I just bag on niggas in the hood. <laughs> Everybody bag, like you know, every 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 real nigga is funny, right? Black people is funny. We are funny. You see, that's why we killing the internet.
1: Like, right, right. You
8: know, we hilarious. But that's, to me, to our culture, because that's the only culture I know. Right, right. But every other culture might be funny, but I know we funny. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I can't knock no other culture. I can only speak for mine, you know?
1: What was going on in Long Beach in your era, man? Because it's a couple cities that I really feel like impacted hip-hop culture on a broad level. Long Beach is one. But in your era, you got you got Snoop Dogg, you got Warren G, you got you, you got, you know, you got Nate Dogg, you got all these extraordinary talents. Why was Long Beach in the 80s such a hotbed for, for, for entertainment?
8: Not only entertainment, you know, you gotta remember Long Beach produced, especially Long Beach Poly, Long Beach Poly produced more celebrities, more athletes than any school in the world. You know what I mean? Everybody from Karen Diaz. You know, Action Jackson, Snoop Dogg, Willie McGinnis. Wait, wait,
1: Action Jackson with the Long Beach body? Yeah,
8: yeah, man. Long Beach, Cameron Diaz, Action oh, Jackson, uh, Nicholas Cage. I mean, man, shoot, man. Snoop made it famous, but you know, uh, Willie McGinnis, Tony Hill. Right. You know, we could go on and on, but it's just a, uh, it was just a mega for gifted. You know, we had our own way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, we was just, uh, you know, I don't know, Long Beach niggas, you know, we just wear, we just from where the beach is long, you know. <laughs> it's a trip niggas from Long Beach but can't no nigga in Long Beach swim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the peers right there, we, there a, we
8: the only niggas be on, on the sand with dickies <laughs> on like,
1: oh, I ain't fun with that water, so that <laughs> Nigga's tripping. <laughs> nigga uh oh, get my chucks dirty cuz. You know That's funny, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. So uh, so you just kinda you just kinda Stumbled into comedy then?
8: Not really stumbled into it. You know, I was in the hood back, and the homie was like, uh huh, no, you funny? You know, I better take to the comedy do the oldest jokes. You know, I'm not, I ain't scared of nothing. You know, at this point, I've been shot, stabbed, robbed. Nigga, I ain't scared of nothing. You ain't said nothing. Right. Come
1: get me out, go. So, what club did you end up at? I went
8: to, he took me to the comedy store on Sunset, right? And um, it was 1994, 95. And um, I pulled up to the, uh, you know, we going down Sunset, and, you know, sometimes your mentality is really a fear, you know what I mean? Right, You, you right. hide behind that, you know, in a fear factor, you know what I'm saying? And we we, we use that to protect ourselves, you know. So it's really, we're really the sensitive and, you know, things like that, you know. That's what really anger is with real niggas. So, right, right, right. You know, so I'm hiding him, and I get to the, the comedy store and it's an open mic, so I see, like, 300 people outside. So I'm like, dang, all these people coming here to
1: see me? You know what I mean? It's going down. <laughs> but
8: then I got intimidated because they was all comedians. Right. And I'm like, all oh, these motherfuckers telling jokes? Right. You know what I mean? We had to sign a list, and the list was long. And I'm like, what? So I immediately start attacking people. Like you know, cause I was really that's a fear. So I was really like, you know, like on my Movado, like we'll bagging and doing all this stuff, and you know, I didn't understand etiquette or none. By the time I, I, I was, I was tripping though, cause I invited my mama out <laughs> to open mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> F- flew my grandmama down. Yeah. I'm going big. The whole I'm
0: north like, side yeah. up at oh, that, oh, the at the <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling
8: everybody, I'm going to make it. I'm cocky. <laughs> nigga, they. But, nigga, I'm. You know, I comedy work. I'm thinking shit. Nigga, when I get on stage, I sign yeah. the list at seven o'clock. <laughs> but you know, in comedy, every time a celebrity walk in, the list stop. Right? right, right. Andy right. Griffin walked in. He did forty five minutes. I supposed to be on at seven o'clock. Andy Griffin walked in. He do forty five minutes. The Wayne brothers walk in. They had the Wayne brothers show. They walk in. They do some time. Andrew Dice Clay walk in. He do some time. Yeah. Nigga, by the time I got to the stage, it was 1.45 in the morning. Now <laughs> don't have sleep. They don't have no music. They just bring me to the stage. Ain't nobody in there but my mama and, and grandma. I ain't got no fa- nobody in there. How'd you do
1: your first time?
8: Man, I walked to the stage. The minute the minute they called my name, and they even called me scrunching. They're like, Anthony, we
1: can <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody, I mean, come on. Like it was a gang show, right? There's two people in that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, at that point,
8: nigga, I swear to God on my mama, mama.
1: Which is my grandmother. Eddie oh. Mae. Eddie Mae.
8: <laughs> the name, my um, grandfather' name was Eddie, and my mom, grandmother' name was Mae. Eddie Mae. <laughs> Eddie Mae. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he called me. Said, "Come on down." So I'm walking down, and I swear to God, that's man, I've been through a lot. But when you face your gift, that's the first time I felt fear, and I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with that, and I, it was like me walking to death row, right? And I was walking slow. I was nervous, and I knew I was gonna do bad because everybody dressed me. I didn't come like a real nigga. Right. You know, my grand, my mo- grandmama made me a shirt. Uh. You know, my, my mama made me wear my dad, the, the coat my daddy got married in. You know, I, I
4: you know, I my. Dead Uncle Rag, you know. Uh, <laughs> <him>. <laughs> yeah, I went to the stage looking like
1: everybody. <laughs> they had on a souvenir I, fit. It was all kind of. <laughs> 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 you know what
8: I'm saying? <laughs> my mama, hey, my mama, yelling out, "Take your time, take your time. <laughs> you got this, baby." Yeah, I got this. <laughs> I thought, let me tell Everybody think they funny and
1: you put a mic in their hand. Right, right, right. right.
8: But I picked that mic up cause that motherfucker like a dumbbell.
1: I'm holding,
8: <laughs> I'm holding that mic, like oh shit, cause I'm nervous. And all the jokes I practice
1: went out the door. Man,
8: I was listen. The first two people, the first pre- I looked in the audience. Guess who was sitting in the first in the first two seats in the front row? Who? My heart. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: <laughs> nigga, my heart
8: and my ego. They like, nigga, I ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> nigga. I was, Man, I, and then I was bombing so bad because I, I, I couldn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't really bomb because I couldn't think of what I was going to say. Right, right. And the lights are shining on me. Uh. And, and my 89 year old grandmama, right? Excuse, it was May. Excuse, Miss May. Annie May. Excuse my language, but this bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Excuse my lady, this bitch
1: going to jump up. You
2: flew me all the way out here for this shit. Tell a joke,
1: nigga. Tell a joke. I'm the to this <laughs> Give me your granddaddy jacket he back. ain't riding home <laughs> with me. All no, your family start taking the clothes home. back you borrowed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all my family My brother talking. I told you that nigga went funny. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that nigga went funny. <laughs> daddy, daddy <laughs> can't ride home with me. Hey, <laughs> <I> was,
8: uh,
1: <laughs> That's funny, man. My,
8: my little sister told me it's okay. Just tell
2: a joke, brother. Tell a joke. I said, oh, man, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> yeah, I bombed like a motherfucker,
8: man. I had and I had walked all the way from. I was so embarrassed and so hurt, man, that yeah, I walked all the way from Hollywood back to Long Beach.
1: <laughs> That's twenty oh, something miles, man. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah longer than that, shit.
1: man. For the, for y'all artists, you know, figuratively, death is a good thing. As far as, like, you know, bad ideas or, you know, a lot of times we had a wrong idea about, a, you know, art form and, you know, failure or, or bombing or yeah. dying on stage is good for your progression. Hey, man, let
8: me tell you something, man. The great, that's why I, that's why none of these niggas can't fuck with me in comedy. It's not because uh, I'm funnier, but my perspective is deeper. You know what I'm saying? Right. My perspective comes from a deep, hurt, pain you know, and I tell everybody, like I was telling you earlier, the greatest gift my mom and daddy ever gave me was neglect. Right. You know what I mean, because neglect, neglect, is delivers substance to your gift. Right. So pain is what make you grow. You know what I'm saying? And and pain open you up to receive, to be able to learn. Anything good is really not good. Right. Anything good, robs your ability to learn, feeds your ego, feeds your narcissist. So it's good. is not always a blessing, right? You know, what I mean, too much love is worse than no love at all.
1: I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. So you bomb, right? You get off stage. What's the, what's the next move in comedy after that? How do you bounce back?
8: I said, fuck this comedy. I'm gone. I just quit. I went. I I just I just didn't do that shit for another two years. But it started. It started hunting me, and they kept and they kept on saying, "Oh, so you a buster?" Right. You know, let like, you gonna let that motherfucker punk you. Right. cause I, I I never been punked, you know what I mean. But my gift punked me, and and I was a. Uh, it's gon' punk you though, cause your yeah. gift is bigger than you. Yeah, it's bigger than me. And
1: most people who who <laughs> suffer from ego, don't know how to be a part of things bigger than themselves. Yeah, you know and one thing my real niggas, we
8: struggle with taking a loss. You know what I mean, and and but we don't really realize you can't never really grow, until you take a loss. You know, only nigga that really. You know, successful at never losing is Mayweather. You know right. what I'm saying? Other than that, <clears throat> you know, until you learn how to take a loss because you realize your loss
1: is your greatest win. That's some real spit. And it's funny, the etymology, the words that you're using, take a loss, because with losses, if you're a real nigga, you got to pick it up and you got to take it with you. Mm-hmm. Some people try to bar, bar uh, bury it and hide it like it never happened. Yeah, Exactly. And you got to learn how
8: to win. So, you know, I appreciate my struggle. You know, and I just you know I just take it for what it is, you know. And and the thing about it is, we we living in a time when, you know, the world is especially when it comes to this inter- entertainment industry. You know, you could usually tell when niggas lost their soul because everybody, you know, is uh committed to a beautiful lie. Right. And when you tell a beautiful lie, you know, you politically correct. But then, if you tell the raw truth, you know it's 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 like you sound like a hater,
1: right? Right. Nobody
8: want to hear the raw truth. It's right. too much. It's like you know you got it's like feeding a nigga a burger while
1: he on ice in ICU. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> eat the burger, nigga. You can't yeah. eat the burger. You yeah. don't need them
8: tubes. You know, you, you
1: know what I learned in my short journey is that greatness or things that make you great don't really have a great presentation. Right. You know, we get caught up on semantics. You know, we taught that, you know, a woman's supposed to look a certain way or opportunities supposed to look a certain way. But your blessings that come to you and your imagination to tell you that what you imagining is greater than the actual thing that's delivering the message to you. Exactly. When did you get to a point where you understood, okay, oh, I'm tripping. My blessing ain't gonna come how I think it's gonna come. It's gonna come how God sent it to me. Right. Because you know, it and it's
8: deception of your perception of what a blessing is. Right. You know what I mean? Because blessings it's your greatest blessings is your blind blessings, is the ones you can't see. Right. You know what I mean? But every day you wake up is an amazing blessing because we are amongst the living. So it's how do you what is your perception of a blessing? because we extremely blessed nigga we in a we get a chance every day that's why I tell people you know leave my past alone right. I don't fuck with history, history hustlers nigga right. because your know, history if you got any the reason you here right now is because you, you 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 got through some shit on me man
1: that's some real so shit. that's a
8: victory so you that's a victory but here's the thing about a victory nigga that's your history now. You gotta hand that to—that's the devil own history. That's why everything God got is in front of you.
1: There we go. You know what I'm saying? That's some real shit right there. So look, we're gonna we're gonna take some incoming calls, man. One of my my inspirations as a comedy a comedian, scrunchos in the house. So I'm gonna open up the phone lines to those who may have questions on on how to bounce back from um from defeat. You heard how the man bounced back. He bombed at his first show. He brought his mother. He brought his mother, his grandmother, Eddie May. That's Eddie and May's daughter. Eddie May heckled the fuck out yeah, of me. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't come back to the stage for two years. <laughs> when he came back, he stuck with it and became a legend. Those for y'all. Those of y'all who ha- who have questions, please call in so we could talk. So you can talk to Show. One, y'all got it. Y'all got it up. Okay, cool. We'll wait for him to start calling. First call. Caller, you're tuning in to Craig Facts. What's your name? I can't hear him. I need to turn Bluetooth on. One second, caller. If you can hear me, give me one second. We're going we gonna to buzz you in one second. It's going to voicemail. Oh, Well, we didn't miss two three calls. There's another one we
8: yeah I probably should test that function.
1: yeah we did we did last night, huh okay so we we we're not good to go, all right, we're gonna get to y'all in one second, man. keep calling in, keep calling in, um, okay, so your next move after you uh after you bombed, you waited two years to come back on stage. What stage was that, and who brought you to that stage,
8: man? Uh, what I did is when I, I, I started doing my homework because it was really on my spirit. Like, you know, I took it personal, and I in the worst humiliation in the world is self humiliation. When you can, when you can, when you humiliate yourself with yourself, right? And and you that type of person where you got to, Check yourself, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So I was walking around every time. I was just, I wasn't even myself. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to deal with this. So I did my homework. So it's just like if I'm gonna rob a bank, I'm you know everybody know how to go in there and get the money, right. but the problem ain't getting the money. It's when you walk out the door, do you got a getaway plan, nigga? Right, right, most motherfuckers rob a bank and don't have a
1: getaway plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know they be in the parking lot doing U turns <laughs> with the bank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's you know, funny. That's you funny. You know
8: because it's the getaway plan to get you the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's you hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I remember mean, I first robbed a bank. I shit, I didn't have no getaway. Nigga just came out running. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And that's that's funny, man. You definitely got to have a plan. (laughs) So, who do you think early in your career was the most important person to your 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 success or your maturation as a comedian?
8: Um, that's a good question, man. Um, Always, I, I you know older comics. That's why I love the young comics. You know what I'm saying. I love all the YouTubers and the younger generation because the way the older comics treat them is the way they treated me because I was different. I had Dickie Susan, you know, I'm on stage, I'm trying I'm telling all these hood jokes and they like that ain't what comedy is. And they rejected me early. But the young comics embraced me early. So I have more of a genuine love for the younger comics. Than I do the older comics, right? Because older comics, they be hating. they they like, you know, they can't think outside their way of thinking.
1: What older comic when you started hated hate on you the most? Where you felt like, man, this bitch ass nigga, man.
8: <laughs> um, man, I ain't gonna blast a nigga because you know, you know, every you know, people are very sensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? But I did tell him to his face. You know, like, and the cool thing, cold thing about it, you can't really tell the truth. You know, cause a lot of these, you know a lot of you motherfuckers. You know they. Everybody could tell a joke, but very few can create one. Right, right. Which, Which is why I'm shooting my special. I'm gonna plug the special real quick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, it ain't even. I'm doing a live stream.
1: Okay, talk about
8: it. You know what I mean? Because I'm doing a live stream September 23rd and 24th in Houston, Texas. And the reason I'm doing it in Houston, Texas, I'm really doing it for Jay Prince. You know what I mean? Because in this business, can't nobody really put you on except another real nigga. Right. Fake niggas can't put real niggas on because they not mad at or fear for my talent. We all gifted, right? Right. You know they
1: they they scared. I'ma find out who they boyfriend. Is. <laughs> 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 but Jay Prince, it gets no bigger than Jay Prince, man. He's yeah. definitely an inspiration to all those who stand for something. Yeah, Jay. You know. You know. Plus, you know, uh, uh,
8: his partner, he got his partner stay down. You know what I'm saying? Stay down, my nigga. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And I fuck with Stay Down. You know, I haven't seen him in a minute. So Houston always show me love. So I figured, let me go down there and shoot this comedy special. I'm going to do this. I'm just going to do 45 minutes. But I'm the first comedian in the history of comedy that's going to do three different specials in the matter of same day. Wow. One hour, two hours, three hours. Because right now, you know, um, you know the game has got it. You know everybody believing the beautiful lie, so they giving the niggas a bunch of frosting and no cake. Right. So now the industry they got to the point where they give you, you got superstar. Open the acts, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right. And right. they giving you a compilation of a bunch of nothing. You know what I mean? Everybody do ten, everybody do twelve. You got eight niggas on the show. You think yeah, you can't tell who's who? Right. They they giving you a bunch of frosting with no cake. Right. Nigga, I'm the cake. You know straight what I'm up, saying? straight so, up. Too, so they just need to see something raw.
1: Cause I Somebody on? Somebody on the call? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I'm on the call. How did that good. Hey man, is this nigga with the fans How did you <laughs> pop through? And I didn't know you was there, Nick. What's your name, <laughs> yeah, brother? Man, i <laughs> he said, yeah, hey, this the priest
4: from Milwaukee, bro.
1: Hey man, blessings, bro. I appreciate appreciate you calling, man, calling in, man. Any questions you got for the OG Scrunch Show?
3: Most definitely. Hey Scruncho, is it true that um as a comedian, you had to you you have to like, how can I say, push your, you know what I'm saying? How can I say not your manhood, but like your 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 own Well, well basically what I'm saying is I I heard that you know for knocking niggas out, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Milwaukee, nigga. This is all the way from
8: Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, this is Milwaukee. Hey, 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 uh, you know, my family. My family is
1: from Milwaukee, you know. moms. Motel, you know. Motel. Oh, hold on. We got... from Derek. Okay. Hey, what's going I on, Derek? I guess we, I guess we, I guess we hung up on the other brother from Milwaukee. Okay, how you doing? Yo, Yo. go ahead, uh, Derek. Sorry about that. We had a little chaos. How you doing? Where you from, Derek? Oh man, what's happening, boy? What's happening, boy? Oh man, just chilling, man. Blessed to be here, man. Did you have any questions for the OG scruncho? Hell yeah, man. What's up? Hey, I need to talk to y'all, man. I need thirty seconds, bro. Okay, Woo! go. Go ahead, man. Get your Nigg- thirty seconds.
3: Nigga just got in the argument with my baby mama, bro.
1: You didn't knock her out, did you? We can't help you with man, that, man. I was
3: about to, bro. I'm like, damn. <laughs> how do a nigga? How do a nigga go from cleaning the house? Doing chores, trying to help out. So she say one thing, and I'm ready to knock her ass out. I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> Hey, man,
8: you gotta, you gotta remember when you when you you gotta remember the big picture. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes don't look at the little picture because it it'll get you angry. Look at the big picture. When she get mad, just remember this, homie. What would you do without her? You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, oh she's more important than the furniture in your house. You know what that's I mean? All right, that's
1: that's some good advice. We're gonna take this next call. Yeah, hey, yeah, appreciate that.
4: Call from he's
5: in a knocker, right?
1: <laughs> How you doing, Dre? Thank you for calling, Craig. Facts. What questions do you have for Scrancho? All
5: right,
4: Scrancho, how's it going, man? Just
1: a let's crack it with you. Quick
4: question. I'm hearing the
1: echo. That's from calling. Okay, no problem, man. We appreciate your you... patience.
4: You've been in this business for a long time. I just wonder how you keep your composure sitting, to a, sitting next to a nigga dressed like Fred.
3: <laughs> 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 no, nah, I just joking. I love uh, that nigga, though, man. <laughs> Hey, I
1: fuck with you, man. I appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, one well, love, fella. Much respect, man. Have a good one. They're gonna call in and roast me because yeah. they call, you know, they think I'm the roast game. Uh, love and respect, man. I wish we could get that brother from Milwaukee back on the phone. I you felt can like all of his number right there.
5: That third, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm.
1: Scrunch, so let's, so let's talk about that, man. Because I, you know me, you know me, being who I am. We ain't got to call him back.
5: Oh wait. Hey,
1: Richie Rich. We gotta get this together, though. Hello. Yeah, thank you for calling Craig Facts. Who's speaking? Yo, yeah, what's up? Hey, this is Caprice again. from Milwaukee, you to cut me off? Oh, oh, y'all got both them niggas on the line. Caprice, my bad. Hey, Richie Rich, one second. My staff hey, in man, here, man. You have a call, I think man. the fans sent there. Man, they things. fuck it up, Craig. <laughs> Listen. Everybody come in, you know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody come in. So we so got, we got. got Richie, that's not bitch. showing no real bully for shit. Hey, uh, hey, my got... bad. So we got Richie and Caprice on the line, right? Yes, sir. Right, yep. So so both y'all are here. So we gonna we gonna finish up your your question from from Milwaukee, Caprice. Go ahead and finish up your question from Scrancho earlier. All right. We, go ahead. No,
3: I was asking Scrancho. Is like, how does he, you know, say instead of knocking a nigga out? <laughs> my question is, how do you, you know, try to surpass that as a comedian? You know, say because people will take you uh, light. You know
8: what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what.
3: So instead of punching somebody out, I, I wanted to know, as a comedian, how would you, you know, what I'm saying not go to that go to that level with a person who's coming at you wrong.
8: Well, number one, I think the worst thing I ever did is, you know, um, fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? You know, and um, that that's, that's something you have to just, you know, be man enough to say. You know, even like a, a lot of times I fight, mm-hmm. regardless of how right I was. I was still wrong and I have to mm-hmm. accept accountability because until you learn how to accept accountability you don't have the ability to forgive or be forgiven you know what I'm saying so um, I brought that mentality into a business that wasn't um that i that would that didn't deserve it' cause, and um so I always apologize because mm-hmm. of that because you know I never been, in out of the respect to um uh, I've never been a shit starter You know what I mean, but I never had a problem finishing Mm -hmm. some shit. You know what I'm saying, but I learned that, you know, you know you got to make your walk away game strong. You got to make your stay away game strong, because uh, bad energy don't follow you. It lingers. You know, bad spirits don't
1: follow you. They linger. What's the difference? What's the difference between something following you and something lingering? So just well, be- when when you in a when you in a bad you know you in a position
8: like his, the the homie that was arguing with his girl you know what I'm saying right? It's tense because he there, but if he just walk out the house and walk down the street that 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 spirit that's going to follow him right is going to linger. It's only there. Right. So if he walk away from it and then he ha- he have a, his uh he, he get some clarity in his actions and the way he think right. So when you make your walk away game strong. You know what I mean? It, it, it,
1: it'll it save you a lot of um, unnecessarily trials and tribulations. Great answer, man. Appreciate the question. Next question, Richie Rich. Hey, man, I just want to say, uh, Craig, you're doing, you doing your thing, man. You you
3: represent the city, right? Uh, scruncho, you you doing your thing too, man. Y'all brothers keep doing it, man. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but love.
1: Man. Richie Rich, Westside, Pasadena. Hey, man, love and respect, man. Hey, bro, I appreciate Thank you, you man. Yes, sir, man. All right, have a good one. Yeah, peace. Peace and respect, man. Yes, sir. All right, so that brings up our next next thing when when it comes to uh something lingering, spirits lingering as opposed to following you. We had Ari Spears in the news recently. Ari Spears made some uh some comments about Lizzo that I don't necessarily disagree with. Right. Um he said that uh you know, women are fake for supporting Lizzo because she's living an unhealthy lifestyle. And they're cheering her on, go, baby, go, girl, but not giving her the real about her health, about possibly having diabetes, high blood tra- uh, high blood pressure, heart disease. Is he right? Are women fake for supporting Lizzo and not telling her to, to live a healthier lifestyle?
8: Sometimes he sometime you can be right and be dead wrong. Why is you know that? What I mean? Because being right is not important on how you deliver right. Because you could be right and deliver it so wrong, that it deletes the fact that you're right. And his delivery wasn't um you know, his delivery was um, was raw. Right. You know what I mean it was raw and it was honest, but it wasn't fair because if somebody said that and it, it's it, it, his mother, he'd have been ready to fight if somebody said that in the same tone. I agree. You know, and you gotta have um, you gotta have compassion for people. You know what I mean? Especially if you go if you suffering from the same thing. You know what I mean? So what he said was it was some truth in it, but his delivery was fucked up. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. It yeah, was complete it was it was it was um it was ruthless. And we're in a time when everybody is very sensitive, you know, everybody you know, everybody, uh, it's amazing how the world is. You know, on one hand, we all suffering from our first level of mental illness that comes through social media. Right, right. So mental illness means, on one hand, you be like Aries Spears. Oh, look at that bitch. And on the other hand, I
4: can't believe they said that about me.
8: <laughs> and that's the way the world is. They they dish it hard, right. but they receive it sensitive that make you um, not balanced. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, So. Everybody did. They turn around and say the same things to him that he said to her. So they would they correct wrong. They correct wrong with wrong. Right. So it was. Um. Uh, but yeah, he was absolutely. His delivery was trash, but um, it was some truth in it. Right. But right. then that's also not his position to tell her. You know what I'm saying. What to
1: do with her body.
8: Yeah, because at the end of the day, you can't tell me shit if you if you ain't if you ain't. A lot of people want to. Um, tell you what to do they all got a bunch of advice but no help
1: man there we go you
8: know what i'm saying motherfucker you ain't got no help you can't tell listen if you ain't got if you can't help me shut the fuck up
1: yeah i agree, you know I what agree. i'm saying
8: i don't want your advice nigga because the person that giving you the most advice gonna give you the last help
1: right right ain't ain't,
8: ain't ain't this shit for nobody but they got the answer for everybody i agree out of here you now, know now what look saying?
1: so i got my beautiful co-host introduce yourself
5: hello what's up my name is Zule. de zuleka that's
1: a no. fly ass name, Zule. Zule, Zule, yeah,
5: Zule. Zule. That sounds almost
8: pimpish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zule, bitch. Hey, Zule. Now, <laughs> Zule, Zou- if you don't mind me coming, <laughs> you're a four figure woman. Um, you know, um, and you know, I mean, you you po- you're possibly somebody that I think could give us an insight on what this means. You know, to Lizzo. You know, you're you're not. I'm not saying that you're a big woman, but you're full figure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, if she walked down the street, you gonna yeah. notice what's going on. You know what yeah. I mean? Very beautiful woman. So, what do you think about Ari Spears' approach to Lizzo?
5: Um, I think that I I understand where he's coming from, but um, as in for Lizzo's perspective, I know that that's something that was probably something that she's always had a challenge with so she's you know extremely sensitive about that kind of uh idea in 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 how women's supposed to look like so I feel like um she she doesn't she doesn't really know how to cope with someone kind of like telling her something like that that she's always kind of like deal with and there is a standard in the way women were supposed to look because now like the way I look is okay but back then I was, I was fat. Right. Right. Like, like and now maybe I'm more medium just because, you know, I'm curvy. But back then, like I was fat. It was really hard to kind of like, um, to look. Yeah. You know what? It's like, nah, because, <laughs> you know, she, because she could,
8: she very curvy and, and she well, you know, I wouldn't even consider her. I mean, she very beautiful and curvy. Thank you, you know what I mean? And I mean that from a, uh, just an honest and not a, a perverted way, just to right. just to compliment you on your, on your <laughs> yeah. just to let you know you could you could, you know, just because you think that don't mean you, uh, you know, thick is you just as beautiful but as anything thin.
5: That's the category that I'm in though. Yeah, like uh, you know, I've always had to kind of so I understand what she means. Like she's always had to fight with that, Like now my body type is a bit more acceptable, but it wasn't back then. Like I was considered fat. I was you know i was i was not able to be the top cheerleader i had to be the bottom you know i was <laughs> i i couldn't so i understand and i i i know that that um it's something very sensitive but there was something that someone said how like the people around her like that people that love her you know i hope that they they are giving her advice and maybe you know like you know to take care of herself because you can't really stay with that like, you know what's going to happen if you kind of, like, live an unhealthy lifestyle.
0: Right. Yeah. She
5: says that she's vegetarian, you know? She does, like, I was looking at some of her TikTok videos and kind of, like, trying to see what, because, you know, a lot of us kind of, like, just kind of, like, pick mm-hmm. and choose what we want to see and go with. But I took a look at her TikTok, and, you know, she does, like, what they say, the dirty vegetarian, where it's, like, you eat very unhealthy. Right, right. So, and that's her way out. Like, oh, I'm healthy. But it's like, is it really like vegetarian burgers all the time and like milkshakes with the powder? Just you know.
8: Yeah, you know it's a it, you know we are, everybody got their own struggle, right. but I always tell people this man, you know, you gotta you gotta get your zoom game on deck. Right. You know what I mean, and what that means is, when you zoom out and look at the big picture of life, you gotta be careful because that's the way God look at life. And then you even part of the problem or you part of the solution. So when you zoom out and look at the big picture, you know, you could be part of the problem because you're gonna form an opinion, then you're gonna get then it's gonna get personal, then you got judgment, now you're part of the problem. But if you just zoom in so close to whoever's in front of you and just give them the spirit of love, right. you know what I mean, regardless of their stature, they gender, their race, if you just give that person the spirit of love and then you're part of the solution. right? But when you're part of the solution, you don't always get a lot of attention because you, you're doing it one person at a time.
1: I agree. You know, I I, I agree with Ari Perce's opinion, and I agree with your opinion. I agree with everybody's opinion. I don't think nobody's right here. But the way you do things is very important. But why you do things, to me, is more important than, than how you do them. And I feel like a lot of women are being let off the hook for being selfish in this situation. I think supporting Lizzo is a selfish deed in some capacity. And here's why. Um, when you do things that can only benefit you, that's not something that's godly. I think God always puts situations together where everybody can benefit. Yeah, You know what I mean? So, and he proves that in the animal kingdom. And I'm going to land on this in a couple. So he proves that in the animal kingdom. There are animals whose whole existence is dependent on another animal of a different species. Right? right, and I'll give you an example. There's an animal. It's called the uh, egrets. Look up egrets. E G R E T S. An egret is an animal. It's a, it's a bird that lives on the back of cattle. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Hey, she kind of look like my ex a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so look, everyday women are these birds, and Lizzo is this, is this cow, right? And I don't mean it because she's big, <laughs> right? But I mean. Her star is shining really bright right now. So Lizzo's back is big enough to carry the the, the weight of all the women in the world on her shoulders. <laughs> so, so you mean that you mean that, um, uh, metaphorically, metaphorically, not literally, not literally, metaphorically. Now, the reason that these egrets live on the back of cattle, backs of cattle, is because there's insects, parasites, fleas, different things that make it very difficult for this cow to have a comfortable comfortable existence. So these egrets basically eat all the insects off of cattle and they depend on cattle, cattle for their survival. Um, And I think in this scenario, women who are complimenting Lizzo are these birds because they're using her greatness Mm. and her likeness, whatever that may be uh, to feel better about themselves. Hey, I'm a skinny, pretty woman. I complimented this fat girl. I, I, now you got to like me, cause I'm I'm not hating on the fat girl. I'm showing love to the fat yeah. girl. When really you're yeah. just a you're just a Lizzo parasite. Well, yeah, you don't really support yeah, Lizzo.
8: Yeah, yeah, I can see that, mm-hmm. but I, I can see like sometimes when people compliment that's. But you, when you say things like that, you got to talk. What's the percentage of that though? Because okay. it, it's a it, you could it, that could fall into a big percentage or a small percentage. Right. Because it's probably a lot of people that's rooting for. Right. You know what I mean? And they like her music. And they, they want her to win. Whether they skinny, fat, medium. Right. They, they might not be parasites. You right. know what I mean? Because a lot of times I root for people because I want them to win because right. I'm an underdog type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? So
1: here's the difference between you being an egret and a parasite. Yeah. The specific difference is that egrets offer a service to the cow. Mm. They warn the cows of predators. So why egrets are on the backs of cattle eating these insects? If there's danger, an egret would let out a cow a call, and the cow, oh shit, it's a predator! Let me get out of here. Right. So you aren't supporting Lizzo if you're not warning her of the dangers. Right.
5: Ooh. You're just a parasite. <laughs> right. See, a
1: lot of people will disguise support. <clears throat> As a, but they disguise what they're doing as support when really they're just parasites trying to feed off of whatever it is you can offer them. Like a form of cloud chaser. Exactly. Okay. There's another there's another example Damn. in the animal kingdom, right? Um, there's this beetle, and on this beetle lives mites. The uh-huh. name of the beetle is called a carrion beetle. And what carrion beetles do is they land in dead things, you know, carcasses. They lay their eggs And uh, they leave. So they'll find something dead, something that's meaty. Right. Lay their eggs in it, and then they leave. But when they lay their eggs, the mites that live on them stay and protect the eggs. But what the mites do is they eat the flesh of whatever the egg was laid in. You understand what I'm saying? And they protect the eggs. So if another beetle tries to lay eggs in a place... Oh, in a body where a carrion beetle, another carrying beetle has already laid an egg. Those mites will eat the eggs of the other beetle to ensure the survival of its host. The offspring of his host. Hey, thats deep as a wow. motherfucker. <laughs> that's
8: clever though, cause I, I only be able—I know is Paul McCartney, cause I don't know <laughs> nothing about beetles. You know what I'm saying? So you talking that shit, man? I'm like, I don't even know nothing about animals. I know about the dog and the cat <laughs> and the bear, cause that's it. <laughs> that's it, right That's
1: it, that's it nigga. But you talking beetles and cattle, nigga? Man, that's that, that shit was deep, homie. So, the, the, my, my, this is my point. You're a parasite. You, like a real, you're a real hood Animal Kingdom nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hood Animal Kingdom yeah, nigga. This, this nigga deep with this shit. Hey, the animals they be telling truths. Yeah. Them In Animal Kingdom, started. you lose a fight, you get eight. Damn. Imagine, would you catch a fade with a nigga if you knew you losing meant the nigga was going to eat you?
8: Shit, I ain't going <laughs> oh, to catch a fade with a bear. I ain't going to catch a fade with a bear, because that's why I don't go camping. <laughs>
1: why, would I, why would I go camping at Big Bear when they always say it's Big yeah. bears at that motherfucker? That hey, don't make sense. Some of y'all need to look at yourselves. <laughs> at? You, yeah. you know, you think you're helping out, but you're really just a parasite. Yeah. If you're not offering something in return for what you're taking, you're a parasite. Right. Yeah. And, and and I don't care how pretty you are, how much Gucci you put on, how nice your bins is, how clean your teeth are, how bad, none of that. If you're not offering something in return, mm-hmm. you a parasite. Don't you think the internet breathes that shit though? I agree. It
8: breeds parasites. I, I agree. think
5: that's why she gets away with it though. Lizzo?
8: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Lizzo I don't know her personally. I like her music though, you know what I mean? She don't. And she she opened you know what I mean? It's on one hand she open about her uh, I like the way she she's like claimed that shit. She stepping, she uh inspiration to to the big big women and stuff like that. And, and that's a good thing. Right. Because we, we 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 as men, especially, we suffer right now because it's no such thing as men rule the world. Now because we had it, and we suffer, we rightfully deserve it because we was we was the man culture in, in general was kinda bullish. We wouldn't give motherfucking women their rights. Right. You know, we wouldn't get gangs their right. We was men, men, man. And we was we just we just kinda took advantage. Right. And now that we are even playing field, now it's shit in ten years it might be illegal to be a man. You know what I'm <laughs> <It's so laughs> real, it's You know yeah. and, and 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 um you know, I was just telling the homie the other day how uh, you know, is is the best thing to do? Like all that player, player shit is over.
1: Right, you know,
8: shut it down. Right, because you know <laughs> we we come because because right now because you know back in the days you 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 a player and you. And, you 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 take a chance. It's like playing. It's like playing Russian roulette with your dick. Right, you know right, 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 right. You know, you might fuck me and catch a little video or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying that was the chance we had to take. <laughs>
0: you
8: know, what I'm saying, right. but nigga, take them chances. But it's a new, it's a new shit you can't catch now. Now you playing Russian roulette. And they got these beautiful boys out here. They uh, got, some, uh,
3: they, uh, they, got some, they got some gorgeous niggas you're out here, playing you know Russell what i saying? with your Yeah, sex, yeah. Like,
8: now 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 there's a lot of niggas waking up gay and it is not by choice.
1: You know what I'm saying? Niggas niggas ain't catching VD, they catching yeah. the dick, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, so now it's like Niggas ain't trying to make it They're trying man, to take it they take it man You know like, it, is no it ain't no disrespect To the gay community
8: But man They fooling these niggas You yeah. know what I mean And these niggas look, You can look a nigga dead and I, and I My homie had He was with a uh, 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 um, A transsexual right Or right. what they call him uh, That's what they call him I don't, Yeah I don't Transsexual Whatever they feel comfortable right. with right So he was with one Right But the nigga was so in love You know what I mean? I was like, man, you know that? Man, you can't see (laughs) your (laughs) daddy. I was trying to encourage him, like, look, man. It's a boy. You know what I mean? He
0: said, no, no, man, You don't know You a hater. I
1: said, You know what? I said, It don't uh,
8: matter, though, man. It don't matter if it's a no, boy. No, I'm not a
1: hate her. That's a hate him. <laughs> yeah, I said, that's a him. <laughs> I don't hate her. Don't <laughs> hate don't her. Hate that's a hate, hate him. him,
3: hate him He's fooling you, nigga. <laughs> you, you? I don't hate her, nigga. Yeah, I hate him. You know what
8: I'm saying? Uh, He's he like, No, you got you got me fucked up. You know what I said, Bro. It's a boy, man. Look at the nigga shoulders. You know what I'm saying? But I I said, said, man, that nigga look like he'll fuck both of us. You know what I'm saying? But I was trying to tell him it don't matter what it is, bro. Right? That's who you love. You should, you know, but at the same time, if love him. But, man, make that nigga let him know what he – you don't let the nigga keep fooling you. Like if he – because if you love the nigga – it don't you stand up for the nigga. Right. You know what I mean? I almost just snatched the nigga wig off. <laughs> look, look, look at some boy, nigga. Look at him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
8: But I was supportive of him because he gonna stay with the nigga regardless of what I say. Right. But I just need him to know, man, I'm supporting you as long as that dude or that woman make you happy. Right. But don't sit there and tell me whether it, when, it, when, it, when it ain't, when if that's what it is. So who's
1: the parasite in that scenario? The the, the transgender person or your boy?
8: Transgender person is his parasite because, you know what I mean? You are fooling him. Right. You are selling my partner deception. Right. You know what I mean? But if you keep it real, he might accept it anyway because the nigga love you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he, he gotta love more than you about your, you know, your masculinity or your right. or your your femininity, whatever the fuck you are. No like.
1: femininity. Femininity. <laughs> you know
8: what I mean? But I was just telling the homie because he fret, you know, I'm like, man. You you uh, he he was ready, right. he was mad at me. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even like the gorgeous, it would it not one of them pretty boys, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. They got them pretty boys, <laughs> I'd like, nigga, nigga,
0: nigga who was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
8: <laughs> he said who was good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I'm right, right. But I was right. just
8: telling the homie man, just but see if you when you when you fool niggas out there manhood, right? That's
1: the ultimate form of a sin. That should be a felony.
8: Man it should be beyond a felony. Yeah,
1: it should be punishable by yeah, death. Yeah, nigga, that's that's
8: you, yeah, man. You that's something you can't you can't you can't never read not being gay. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And, and they and they recruiting, you know. And it's just it's just it's just that a whole another topic. But yeah, he got fooled.
1: Yeah, he definitely was fooled. Yeah,
8: but I tell you, man, just just stop because you can you could you could play a female. Right, but you can't fool a
1: boy. Why do you think that the because there's two different schools of thought, right? So yeah. me being a young comic, coming after y'all being influenced by you, cats like you, Corey Holcomb, you know, Kevin Hart, Mike Epps. You guys, you know, that you guys are my generation's Richard Pryors and Red Fox. Like, that's right. that's how I look at y'all. When did that whole concept of – you got to get your booty up to make it become something that was prevalent because I feel like in your generation it's a consensus amongst y'all niggas that you got to be, you know what I mean, a certain type of way if you get certain types of opportunities. Like, talk about when, when when you noticed that being a part of the game and how it affected how you approached it.
8: Well, I first I started noticing it because, you know, because I was for years, you know what I mean, and, and and the reality of it, he got a big picture and everything. I'm more like, I was homophobic. You know what I'm saying? I that was, means you didn't have no
1: place to go. Man, I, was was like,
8: I was homeless. I, I was homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping in my homophobic. car, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I, I was scared to go in the house. I mean, That's I, what it I, means.
0: Yeah, I, I was homophobic
1: as fuck, but anyway.
8: I was so homophobic. I wouldn't go in the
1: house. Nigga. I, I, scared where I where I was nigga. Yeah, I'm scared of home. Yeah. Nigga. That's what i Gay people cool. And I'm then, scared of houses.
8: I, I, we, we grew up. Yeah, man, we grew up. And, I, we grew up with, like, fuck that gay shit, man. Right. I can't. I, I couldn't relate to it. Right. I didn't believe that. I believe you, you, nigga, you made, you, you was a choice. Right. Right. So I was anti fuck that gay shit, right. but fast forward thirty years later, we surrounded by gay motherfuckers. Right. But most of them is my nieces and nephews.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's real. I got but a few family yeah. It's a
8: beautiful thing because because why now I ain't gonna put my nieces and nephews in hell because of what I believe. Right. So you learn that you is you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to, don't have to man first of all. I learned to, I'm not even, I'm I'm still, you struggle. Homophobia is something you never really get over, but you learn how to accept and live with. Cause my nieces, I got a little nephew, right? Man, I almost named that nigga baby Scrancho. You know what I'm saying? Almost. But when when I went and seen him at the hospital, as soon as I heard him cry, the nigga, I looked at my sis, I said, Sister, nigga gay. Uh, the niggas the nigga, the nigga cried with a smack He's like I, win. I, win. I, thought, I thought it was something wrong I said what the fuck wrong with him I, win.
1: I win. Ooh. He said ooh, ooh I boo boo But, but at, the, at the
4: at that moment in time
1: Mama I boo boo I'm gonna do it again too bitch <laughs> I'm a boo boo. Yeah. I, hey, I like hey, boo boo. But it it was it was it was, <laughs> hey, look, it was my little nephew and that little Duke Duke, right? <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know what? It was a beautiful thing because it made me realize hey, yo know what? And his his daddy was a gangster. Right. So guess what? God made gay people. Yeah. You can't tell me in the regards of what people believe and don't believe. And that's not a choice, homie. Right. That's not a choice. And when you really come up out and hit on a sad part about the whole thing, like we, we, we was taught to be homophobic. Right. They was they they weren't taught to be gay, they no. was born gay, but we so it's not them that's sick, it's us, right? So until we learn to change our way of thinking, right? You know what I'm saying, then we part we more part of the problem than the solution because they are what they are, homie. And at the end of the day, leave them alone, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if here's the thing, if you just focus on you, and and, and, and because once you get an opinion, once you pass judgment, once you get personal you you worse than what you judge in the past. you you part of the problem. You're more part of the problem. You could never be part of the solution because you included in the problem. You're a parasite. You're a
1: parasite. Because you, you're the only one benefiting off your opinion. Yeah, you
8: matter what they are. And we are. you know, you just got to learn how to hey You know, you ain't got to accept nothing, but you got to, you know what I mean, you ain't got to, but you ain't got to, you, you can't condemn it and judge it. You just got to I be. feel
5: like I was like you. <clears throat> Cause I was, I was kind of like raised like that too. And, um, I was a bit more, you know, like different and I know how that affected me or whatever, but, um, I feel like I was like you and, and trying to like just mind my own business and kind of like accept all of that. And I have a lot of friends. I've been to a lot of clubs. Um, I did cosmetology for a point in my life and I was always around that, but <clears throat> I feel like it started getting to the point and and for the most part I was like I don't care, mm. right? I don't care. But I have a 5-year-old. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That's going to school in California. And right now they're trying to change the laws in where they have kindergartens being taught of sexual Gender preference yeah, they in doing kindergarten, too much. like all right. that. Listen, and so you that there has to be a, a line drawn. Here go here go with it, and with it's like it. you right because here go where they fucked up at that perspective. Why I is
8: mean. they more this here he go the part I got a problem with a big? Why part. is they more <laughs> in the teach motherfuckers about how to be gay than they is about. They teach more about the gayness than they do about the black culture, the black history. The real uh, history. Uh, the history of the black man and how to be a man. Right. Like it's almost against the law to be a man. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so it's like now it's like, goddamn, damn, it's manhood under attack. You know what I mean? Just being a man's man, you know what I mean? Is it's like uh it's like almost a bad thing. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then the thing about it is, the the they, they play victim. See, because you gotta remember, especially being a, a black man. We're not allowed to be the victim. Right. We only allowed to be the victim when we shot or dead. Right. Other than that, you know why? Because there's no profit with us being a victim. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no, ain't nothing. But with a woman, the reason they make them addicted being villi- the victim, they victimized. they They addicted to being a victim. And they breed it like that because it's lucrative. Right. It's very lucrative as a woman being a victim you got you got child support you got the jails everything everything is 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 based around us being the villain right prisons villain you know shoot everything uh jailhouse villain bail bondsman, attorneys everything is is based around the back man being the villain in order for America to survive
1: that's a great point we're going to go to commercial break when we come forward more craig facts god 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 man. ooh
5: Yeah, we got a. Bunch.
1: What's going on, y'all? Guess what? Really we got digging? a new network on the Caffeine app. It's called the Comedy Press, where comedians press the issue. Hey, hey, Kevin Campbell. What's going on, man? We have been knew you was gay. You didn't have to tell us. God made you gay. Your father wanted you to be gay. We have been knew that, man. I knew it when you was a boy. It's medical. Your gayness is medical. You can't without coming. Man, make sure y'all check out, subscribe, download the Caffeine app, become a new user, and then subscribe to the Comedy Press Network. All your favorite comedians will be there pressing the issue, I promise. The make I owe you something, you. get it from God. God, God, God. God. We don't
2: even like your me. mama. Like, fuck your sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real bitch shit. Like, not finna go get shit in my ass for you to play with? What the fuck? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> you to this shit. Like, show ass down. Nigga ain't even got a good job. So like, you well, want me to have a bigger ass? Really? Like, tired of it. I'm tired of being a parent. <laughs> Give it up. I'm almost done, I just started liking that bitch, and then I was like, nah, not really, I don't, um, cause I didn't get that, you know, they say when she first come out, you supposed to get that mother in hell, No, I didn't get none of that shit, like, I didn't even like to use to hang her shit on the refrigerator, like, fuck all that shit, bitch, she can't draw, like, um, <laughs> fucking my refrigerator up, like, um, <laughs> like, that shit's not cute, we be praising that shit, is terrible, um, <laughs> the fuck, uh, <laughs> it was terrible. So,
1: um, I'm tired. What artist inspired you to do what you do?
7: Uh, Kind of bad to say right now, but I'll say Will Smith's personality, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's intensity, and Johnny Depp's creativity. Uh, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the shit for it, though. All right. Yeah, definitely. I usually love sleeping home alone <coughs> mm-hmm. hold on man. man this time wait 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 man let me let me get this all right let me get this wait i got i got to loose the hips all right okay i usually love to home about to get it i'm about to get it soon though uh this time around, bring a friend with you. But we ain't really got to sleep. All right, bro. Got, I, don't,
1: I don't think this is going to be uh, the show for you, brother. Man, I'm telling you, man. You got to let me
7: like get it into it first. Like, I got to. Tony Snail, look. <clears throat> this is oh, not. Snap. The show (laughs) for you. It's time for you to go, man. Hey, hey, nobody told you to come out here and dress like a graham cracker
0: tonight. Uh, All right, nigga. Hey, wait. I said, wait. One
1: time I walked into a restaurant while while a woman I was dating was on a date. So I did what any real man would do. I introduced her to my date. I was like, "Hey, how you doing, friend? Friend? This is my friend. My friend. This is her friend. And wow, that's a whole lot of friendly shit going on in here today, huh? Well, God bless. You yeah, got bless all the friendships happening in here today." You gotta let some people just be who they are and accept them for that, you know? Cause the ego, ego will fuck shit up, man. The ego will have you thinking that it can't happen to you. It could happen to anybody.
3: Um, actually, I like dating older women. I can't really do the young chicks. The young chicks annoy me. Like the young 20s, cause they feel like they know everything. And I'm like, how, bitch? You haven't even lived. <laughs> you know, I was following this chick on Instagram until I found out she was born in 1993. I was like, 93? I was like, bitch, Jordan had three rings by then. <laughs> you're just being born? I was like, you going see Michael drop 55 in game four? What the hell do we have to talk about? It's was like,
4: unfollowed. I it to me that I got to play it know nothing about these solitary drums. <laughs> A lonesome drum. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Ooh, you better. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Ooh, here one
0: comes.
4: See, that's too much for y'all. Y'all don't understand what I do with my life because um, the Black Eyed Peas was related to me, and I'm the one who gave them what they got right now. You know, but but let's just be honest, okay? Martin Luther King was a regular looking man. You know, he was just really, just regular as hell, okay? You know, he was just mad because he didn't have no eyeballs like me, okay? Because Coretta was looking at me. I told y'all I look like bae, okay? See, I just really want y'all to understand who I am, who I stand for, because I stand for justice, okay? You bet. What y'all wait Why y'all standing up like that? Y'all trying to dog walk me, huh? Wait a, minute, solo, wait, wait, wait a
0: minute, god dang it. God dang it wait, a, wait a minute,
4: listen now. Listen now, you better back up. No, 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 listen. I better you stop playing with you. I'm gonna get out of this man, place one way, here. one way or another. One way or another. If I can open this door correctly, you better back up, god dang it. You better back hey. up and let me open up this door. Put that bottle down now. Ain't nobody hey. drinking nothing. Dang it, god dang it. Get your ass you out of here, man.
0: Deal with this. I ain't got to deal with this at all. Shoot, I hope y'all good. Cause they gon' dog walk you if you ain't. Don't get dog walked. Al Sharpton, really
1: nigga? You got a snitch's greatest hits album dropping. I'm telling everything on everybody. Every time somebody says something important to you, you do a mic check. You said who said what to who mic check one two. Did you say it again? I
4: don't know if y'all familiar with the hood, but I hate that street Western. You know what I mean? Why Western got 78 motels,
3: 58 churches, 17 hoodles on every corner, and got one up there turn lane. What the fuck?
4: Western in front of the Snooty Fox. I'm trying to tell y'all something, black people.
3: I love the hood, though. Like, I really love being from the hood, though.
4: You know
1: what I mean?
0: Like, for me,
4: I'm, I'm from a part of the hood called the Jungles. Cop it up if you know where the Jungles are. Well, if you don't know where the Jungles are, it's so over there in the corner of fucking up. Uh, but people act like everybody from the hood bang No, the fuck, we don't. You got bangers and you got good kids. I was a good kid, clapping up for been C to see students in the
0: house. <laughs> I didn't bang.
4: Everybody do bang, okay, you know what I mean? I, when I was in college, my professor was like, Oh, Dewan, you grew up in LA. How did you avoid the games? How did you avoid the games?
1: Walking, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hey, hey how are you? How are you? Um, Yeah, I guess you'll tell everybody who who you are. Oh, who, are who are you? My name's Paige. Uh, people call me
7: Poojee Bear. Um, Yeah. Michelle, can you handle this? Beyonce, can you handle this? Kelly, can you handle this? I don't think you can handle this, yeah! Baby boo! Damn right? Looking sexy! Looking fly! Ash oh. chick! Chick inside!
4: DJ! Big night! Booty!
7: Vicious!
1: Booty! Okay, okay, bitch. okay, hold on one second. I'm a little scared. Yeah, I'm bro. a little scared, okay.
5: Yeah, I kind of. Grew up banging the drums, so if I could just get over here.
1: Hey, welcome back to Craig Facts. God, God, God. I got the illustrious oh, legend, Scruncho. Man, tell him uh tell them about this stream where they can find it.
8: Uh what
1: stream? The stream you're gonna be doing oh, for Jay Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put the flyer up first so we can just play in yeah, the flyer.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's it's uh it's at the comedy lounge in um, in Houston, Texas, the 23rd and 24th I'm shooting my um, live stream one hour special. Actually, I'm the first comedian in the history of comedy that's going to take three one hour specials in one day, three different one hour specials in one ga- day. It's called uh, against the Testimony, yeah, the trilogy, you know, and it's dope. It is basically like the, uh, you know, the neglect is one when I was a kid. The respect is, you know, what I want my thug shit. Right. And the blessed is me now. So I'm just doing all three different ones, but I'm going to hit with the respect first. Right. I'm hit the neglect. Then I'm going to come back and talk about the blessed. But it's all three and no comedian ever done that in the history. A comedy, all three different. I don't do current affairs. I don't do no goddamn impersonations. I don't like to pretend to be another nigga. So, I just I just keep it raw because life is too painful, and you know you've been through something. And and we all funny as comedians, but I tell people all the time, it's not about how funny you is about your perspective that make you funny, right? You know what I mean? And I'm a, I'm a respectful nigga. I love uh the comedian Mount Rushmore. I think all the, you know, all the ones that's on Mount Rushmore, whoever you put on that Mount Rushmore, I think they righteously deserve to be on the comedy of Mount Rushmore. And everybody got their own favorite comedy Rushmore. Right. But let me say this though. To every mountain there's a peak. And I am the peak. You dig? There we go. And in in my perspective, stand alone and that's why you know, I'm the most feared man in comedy. They try to make you think it's because of my mentality. But nah, my mentality, they hide my mentality they hide my gift. But my gift is way greater than my mentality. You see what I'm saying? So if you tune in on the 23rd and 24th, it won't be no question about it. I am the nigga that I want you to see. I'm the king of the underrated.
1: You know what I mean? There we go. Let's go. There we go, y'all. See, the, seen the flyer? It says September
8: twenty
1: third and twenty fourth. Yeah, tune in. Yo, that's been this episode of Craig Facts, the morning show. Uh, why don't you guys go ahead and download that caffeine app? Become a new user. You got that link for them? Put the new user uh, link in the description. Remember that uh, thing I sent you yesterday? Let me send it to you today. Put that new user uh, link in the description. You guys follow that man, cause we get uh, we get credit if you subscribe through this link. I'm gonna send the new user link in, in 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 two seconds to my tech guy. He's gonna put it up in the uh He's gonna put it up in the description, cut and paste that or copy it. Or if you go to my Instagram, it's in the uh, description and click that new user link. That's how we get credit for you guys going over to caffeine.
8: <laughs> Larry Smith said, I look like Mr. T in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're gonna keep roasting you, man. I promise you. They to stop. I like I like it. Let me Let's see one what's second.
5: What's
4: up, Eric? What's up?
1: Uh... All right, we're going to put that in, in, in the uh, in the description. We'll see you on Caffeine starting at 2 sh- uh, Starting at two o'clock. The first show will be I'm out there with Todd and Craig Facts at 3 from 3 to 6. And then we got Slink Johnson from 6 to 8.30. And then we got my boy, uh, I think, Blaze. I'm not sure who's 9 to 10. We got somebody from 9 to 10. Uh, if I owe you something, get it from God. God, God, God. God,
0: God, God. God.